Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, October 13th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on the speaker's race. Number two, the case for and against Jim Jordan. And number three, Congress's effort to freeze Iran's $6 billion. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Man, what is up is down. We are nowhere at the end of this week, uh, nearly 10 days into the House Republicans fiasco of trying to figure out who is going to be their next leader. Last night, in dramatic fashion, Steve Scalise, the Republican from Louisiana, dropped out of the race after seemingly making little to no progress, if anything, maybe losing some support uh, in the conference in his bid to become the next speaker. Yeah, fiasco is a good word, Anna. Um, I, I I agree with you here. Um, uh, I will say this, though, just as a side note, like this is exhausting not not for me like yeah i'm exhausted but like for these republicans who are who cannot get their act together i mean what's going on here so first mccarthy goes down then scalise goes down uh scalise beach jordan then goes down um but listen if you were one of the this was obvious that this was going to happen right like it was not this is not a surprise Scalise had 110 ish people in conference. He had to turn 107 votes to get to be speaker. It was just not going to happen for him. Um, so uh, he went through the day yesterday. He had meetings all day yesterday in his um, Capitol office. And it just clearly wasn't moving for him. And why was it happening? I don't know. Why, why couldn't he turn it around? I mean, there's a million reasons here. Like, so there's the conservative, some conservatives were against him. Um, some moderates were against him. A lot of people who were for McCarthy were against him. And those people for McCarthy were like, dude, where were you when McCarthy was flailing in his bid to remain speaker? I guess that's a fair point. Um, but, you know, um, so that's kind of where that went. Um, now, all lights are all eyes and the bright lights of everything are on Jim Jordan. Um, there, Jordan already has five Republican no's. Austin Scott, Carlos Jimenez, Ann Wagner, Mike Simpson, and Mario Diaz-Balart. Um, that is a lot of no's so far. Um, we, we're going to get into the reasons why and why not we think Scalise is, or Jordan is a viable candidate, but what do you make about the downfall of Stephen Joseph Scalise? Listen, he is a fighter. I mean, he, he, he was, was shot on a baseball field, came back, uh, has continued to serve. I think to me, it's pretty instructive of two things. One, um, you know, Scalise would have been Scalise would have been considered basically a continuation of Kevin McCarthy's uh, leadership style, right? And, and and kind of how he would have approached running the House. 
clearly dissatisfaction among uh, many of, of the, his counterparts with how McCarthy ran ran the House. And so I think that is the first thing was the difficulty to separate himself as a different figure. I think the second thing, and this is where we get into some really uncharted territory, is typically these elections are done very quickly because that's supposed to be uh, a benefit or an advantage that somebody in the current leadership holds because they have the kind of uh, outfit, they have the staff, they know how to do a whip count. And now we're getting into an unprecedented territory. Uh, I do think the third thing, and I, I don't think it is, it is, it, it's worth, you, you can't really understate it, is, is the tension between Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise. We wrote about it in our book, uh, The Hill to Die On, you know, a long time ago, but that has clearly continued to fester, manifest, and came out in full effect, right? Where you had McCarthy kind of saying barbs. I mean, I you don't usually, it really reminds me back in the day of John Boehner and Eric Cantor, but that was much more at the staff level where this is truly the principal's Basically, in their disgust for each other, are being out on full display. I, the question is going to be, who can get not only to two seventeen, but who can kind of heal this conference? Who can be the leader? I, I I really do think that there's kind of this like internal moment, as you said at the top, this exhaustion that has set in among lawmakers, being like, we have no pathway forward. I mean, that is that it, a group this big that wants to come to Congress to do something, I mean, just flailing like this is is pretty embarrassing. You know, I just was looking up, speaking of the hill to die on, as you said that I looked up and I looked up the book on Amazon. We're at, we were at like 700,000 in the bestsellers rank. Now we're at 363,000. So people are, are buying the hill to die on to look looking back it. on history. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think that's right. And, um, the um, the McCarthy Scalise dynamic stinks. The Scalise Jordan dynamic stinks. I mean, Scalise world blames Jordan uh, in a lot of respects for his inability to get the speakership. Now, I would argue, and we almost before this all went down yesterday, we were talking about what our um, top would be this morning um, because the, the, basically what happened is. Everyone kind of scattered from the Capitol or began to scatter from the Capitol last night at around 6, 630. And then at about 650, they noticed a House Republican conference meeting and said, come back to the Capitol. Um, to, you know, they didn't say come back to the Capitol, but they said, we're having this meeting. So, um, uh it, it, yeah, I mean, this is this all kind of happened quickly, and the and I wouldn't be surprised in it. Talking about your what you said on speed um, today, Friday the thirteenth, which is I guess pretty fitting in some respects. <laughs> it's a spooky uh, season, huh? It is spooky. <laughs> yeah, I guess whatever. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the following things happen. There's a meeting this morning. I think it's at 10 or at noon. I don't know right now. And not many people are awake at 5 o'clock to answer my questions. Um, there's a meeting. I assume in that meeting, Jordan's going to officially get in for the speaker's race. Now, the question is, does he, how quickly does he move, right? Like, So he was at 99 in the conference uh, a couple days ago, right? 
does he move today to try to get a conference vote and then go to the floor today or tomorrow? Like if I were Jordan, based on my experience covering these things, that's what I would do. I wouldn't wait. And once I got a majority in the conference, which um, it, I would go to the floor, and th- that's the thing with Jordan. And we could we could transfer into the second headline of the day, Anna. Want to do that right now? Let's let's do it. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Jim Jordan. Why? Why not? That's what we're taking a look at in the top of the second card in Punchbowl News AM, laying out the reasons why he should be taken seriously, but also uh, some of his downfalls. So let's uh, let's talk about why he should be taken seriously first. Listen, I think that there's a lot of different reasons here. I think one, and I don't think, especially given where this conference is, you can underestimate with the House Republican Conference how important former President Donald Trump is and the fact that you have uh, other folks in the kind of Republican echo chamber, the Sean Hannity's of the world, who are going to 100% be on his side. That kind of talk and that kind of going on cable news and going on different, you know, kind of AM airways and having that support is important. Yes, uh, that is true. But let's let's let me just run back here for a second on Jim Jordan. Um, the the thing that people need to understand about Jordan is he's probably almost definitely going to take this thing to the floor. And you have to think about Jim Jordan versus Steve Scalise in demeanor and in strategy. Jordan, if you go on the floor and vote against Jim Jordan uh, and vote for Kevin McCarthy or Steve Scalise or vote, you know, for whatever, pick your Colin Powell. I don't know. People people vote for people, you know, people vote for names that are people that could never exist, that can never be speaker. Um you could get a primary challenge like that. That is the, the base. And I've talked to a lot of members on this. The base is watching this. So he's not going to drop out, Anna. He's going to take this to the floor. And you're right. Right. Right wing heavyweights are going to go crazy for Jordan. Conservatives are going to back him. He's laid out this plan to govern. And he's a disciplined Paul. Those are big reasons why you should take this seriously. All right. Any other thoughts there on Jim Jordan, Jake? Well, we could talk about why he why we shouldn't take this seriously very quickly. <laughs> Mods hate him. Um, he's taken every controversial uh, view in the book, including shutting down the government for without any real strategy to get out of it. He can't fundraise like McCarthy, although McCarthy will help him if he's speaker. Uh, and he doesn't have any big legislative accomplishments. He's in the middle of impeaching Joe Biden or, or trying to impeach Joe Biden. Um, can he lead 220 colleagues and help them keep their majority in 24 all open questions. Well, I think the other question I think is very fascinating is the number of Republicans who are now openly saying that it's on Democrats to help the GOP get out of a mess of its own making. Uh, Democrats continuing to maintain that they're willing to help elect a new speaker, even a Republican one, but not without a cost. And I have to say this hard to see the Democrats trying to help out one Jim Jordan. I think that if there is some kind of coalition government or some kind of idea that Democrats are going to help Republicans out of this mess, it's, it would it is very hard for me to see it be with a hardliner like Jim Jordan who does not want to 
to compromise, wants to go very hard on the border, uh, wants to you know go much, much harder when it comes to government funding. And a lot of other fights has been the leader when it sometimes uh, when Republicans have thought about trying to shut down the government. So if the idea is that Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries is going to be working with Republicans on this, I don't think Jim Jordan's the answer. All right, let's turn to the number three story of the morning, moving over to the Senate. Senate Republicans are now calling for freezing $6 billion of Iran assets despite the pause. Uh, this is Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and Senator Tom Cotton, the Republican from Arkansas. And they are still planning to plow ahead with their legislation uh, that would freeze those $6 billion uh, in Iranian assets, despite news that the U.S. and Qatar agreed to stop Tehran from accessing those funds. Um, just uh, an interesting pushback here of Republicans in the Senate trying to show, show some strength when it comes to Hamas and certainly the Iranian support of that terrorist organization. Yeah, um, the Senate Republicans are moving ahead, not trusting Biden on this issue. We remember, Anna, we could wrap up with this, but next week, House and Senate are both back. I mean, the House might still be kind of messing around on this speaker election. Who the hell knows? But, you know, uh, there's not been any um, the chambers have not been in session. So this is going to be a this is the moment for people to this is going to be a big moment next week um, and something that will will be very intense when everyone gets back into town. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening and joining us for another week of this topsy turvy Senate Republican speakers race. Uh, if you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. Tell your friends about it. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can, of course, subscribe and go deeper on all of these issues at punchbowl.news for our free morning newsletter. All it takes is your email. Have a great day and stay safe.